Welcome to our Zoom service this morning. Um, exciting times ahead. It's just four weeks now before we're, we're back face to face at the, at the sanctuary at Trinity Good. at Hines Road. So yes, I know many people have been uh, itching and waiting to, to get back face to face. Um, we'll find out a little later on as to how that will how that will look from that point, hopefully. But uh, yeah, welcome to the, the the four last Zoom services, hopefully. Uh, for a while. Uh, I don't know about you, but how have you come this morning? Uh, I know that with all that's going on, some of you are desperate for holidays, some of you have come back from holiday and wish you were still on holiday. Um, but uh, however you've come this morning, you're most welcome. Uh, it's interesting times, isn't it? Because, um, you know, however we, we come to church, uh, we often bring hidden in our minds all the things that's going on the things that are um, bringing us down that other people don't see, the things that weigh us down, the things that concern us. Uh, and we're so grateful that we come into the presence of a, uh, a holy and a loving God who knows everything there is to know about us. So let's just pray before we start this morning. Thank you, Heavenly Father, that even whilst separated, we are still your church. Thank you, God, that even while we have often needed to isolate from friends and family, unable to hug or embrace or shake hands, we recognize also that there have been times when we have indeed felt your presence. We've felt your embrace, your love, your grace, your provision. Thank you, God, that you have not isolated yourself from us, but indeed, um, Romans 2.13 reminds us that once we were far away from you, but that now we have been brought near because of the blood of Christ. And also Romans 5.8 tells us that whilst we were still sinners, Christ died for us. So Lord, would you continue to transform us today, even as we sing and worship, and even as Valerie shares your word with us. Open our hearts and minds to allow your Holy Spirit to speak. Lord, we bless you. Lord, we worship you. Speak to us afresh today, we pray. Amen. 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 Prayer of Adoration Heavenly Father, we thank you that you are God all by yourself. You are a faithful God and only you deserve the glory in our lives. We adore you and praise your holy name. There is none like you, Lord. What a mighty God we serve. We thank you for your grace, your grace that we are so undeserving of. Father God, you are the saviour, the creator and the sustainer of all. You are the God who loves us, forgives us and saves us. And we thank you for all of these in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Prayer of Confession Dear Lord, we call on you today. We bow before you and confess our sins as we know that we have not acted in ways pleasing to you. We have erred and strayed from your ways like lost sheep. Sometimes we carry on our lives as if there was no God and we fall short of being credible witnesses to you. 
For these things, we ask your forgiveness and we also ask for your strength. Give us clear minds and open hearts so we may be your witnesses here in the world. Lord, please have mercy on us and forgive us through Christ. Help us as we live afresh in you each day. Amen. Prayer of Intercession Lord Jesus, we come to you today and we thank you for the privilege of being able to pray for others. We pray for our minister, Pastor David, his wife, Inika, and their family, and all decision makers, worship leaders, and groups within Trinity Church and the wider community. We pray for the weekly virtual activities here at the church. Lord, may you reign in all that is done at Trinity. Let us be salt and light, pointing others to you. We pray for the lost, the hurting, the lonely, the sick, the bereaved, and those who are imprisoned behind both visible and invisible walls. Send your comfort, Lord, your peace and your calming presence to those who are without hope. Protect the defenseless and hold them close to your heart. Gracious God, we ask for your renewal in all aspects of our lives. May your Holy Spirit dwell deep within us. May we have your peace. Thank you, Lord, that you hear our prayers. Amen. And let us pray as you have taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. Good morning, brothers and sisters. The reading for Sunday, 8th August 2021 is taken from Ephesians 2, reading verses 11 to 22. Therefore, remember that formerly you who are Gentiles by birth and called uncircumcised by those who call themselves the circumcision, which is done in the body by human hands, remember that at that time you were separate from Christ, excluded from citizenship in Israel and foreigners to the covenants of the promise, without hope and without God in the world. But now in Christ Jesus, you who once were far away have been brought near by the blood of Christ. For he himself is our peace, who has made the two groups one and has destroyed the barrier, the dividing wall of hostility, by setting aside in his flesh the law with its commands and regulations. His purpose was to create in himself one humanity out of the two, thus making peace, 
and in one body to reconcile both of them to God through the cross, by which he put to death their hostility. He came and preached peace to you who were far away and peace to those who were near. For through him we both have access to the Father by one Spirit. Consequently, you are no longer foreigners and strangers, but fellow citizens with God's people and also members of his household, built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, with Christ Jesus himself as the chief cornerstone. In him the whole building is joined together and rises to become a holy temple in the Lord. And in him you two are being built together to become a dwelling in which God lives by his Spirit. Here ends the reading of God's holy word. Amen. Brothers and sisters, greetings to you in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank God for life this morning and the gift of fellowship. You know, as I prepared for service today, I reflected on when Pastor David asked me a few months ago to lead four upcoming services. It seemed like a huge task, but one I was definitely willing to undertake. And now, today, I am on the final service. It's amazing how time has flown. I thank God for sustaining us all. As you have guessed from the scripture, Ephesians chapter 2, verses 11 to 22, Today we are looking at peace, Jesus' peace. We live in a world full of differences. There are political differences that sometimes results in wars, division and strife, both here in England and around the world. There are social differences, for example, views on abortion, homosexuality, and same-sex marriages and ways of living. These things sometimes cause division. There are differences at home as well, sometimes quarreling between family members, extended family members, and the list goes on. There can also be differences in the church. Differences can include discussion on the style of worship, doctrinal beliefs, types of music, and the dress code, just to name a few. In today's reading, Ephesians 2, verses 11 to 22, Paul is saying to us that in Christ Jesus, all our differences are put to death. In Jesus, there is a oneness that brings all believers together on the common ground of faith in Jesus Christ. Paul tells us that Jesus Christ is our peace. In him, there is no more Jew or Gentile. There is only Christ and those who are in him. Paul impresses upon us that once you are in Jesus, those who are formerly at war, at war are made to be at peace. 
with both fellow men and women, as well as with God in Jesus Christ. In verse 14 and 15 we read, For he himself is our peace, who was made the two groups one, and has destroyed the barrier, the dividing wall of hostility, by setting aside in his flesh the law with its command and regulations. His purpose was to create in himself one new humanity out of the two, thus making peace. Isaiah chapter 9 verse 6 also refers to him as the Prince of Peace. When Paul says Christ is our peace, he is stating that Jesus is the foundation of the peace for the Jew and the Gentile. The Jew could not earn peace with God through their rituals, sacrifices, or their attempts on keeping the law. No matter what they did, they still were sinners. The Gentiles had no way to approach God, hence they had no hope of this peace with him. What the law could not achieve, sacrifices could not achieve, what works of the flesh could not make a reality, is exactly what Jesus accomplished when he died on the cross and through his death he broke down the middle wall of partition. In other words, he destroyed it to ensure that everyone could have citizenship and not be foreigners who do not know God. Paul speaks about that middle wall of partition, and this refers to the wall that stood between the Jews and the Gentiles. In the ancient temple, the walls were about four feet tall, with several openings, with a sign at every entrance that read, No foreigner may enter within the barricade, which surrounds the sanctuary and enclosure. Anyone who is caught doing so will have himself to blame for his ensuing death. This sign was a symbol of the division that existed between Jews and Gentiles. They were on opposite sides of a social wall, with no common ground between them. But when Jesus died, he dismantled that wall and brought the Jew and the Gentiles together in himself. He is our Lord. He is our peace indeed. The spiritual walls between lost sinners are people without hope and a holy God was broken down. Jesus take both Jew and Gentiles to make himself one new man. Only God could take those two opposing groups of people and create such unity. He takes the sinner and makes him one in Christ Jesus. In Christ, our differences disappear. We are made right with God, apart from the deeds of the law, and we are made right with one another. In Jesus, 
everything negative that stands between his people is destroyed. Paul states that Jesus has abolished in his flesh the enmity. The word abolish here means to render inoperative, to deprive of force or power. In other words, by fully keeping the law of God, Jesus fulfilled the law of God. As Romans 10 and verse 4 tells us, Christ is the end of the law so that there may be righteousness for everyone who believes. You see, since the death of Christ, the Lord does not operate. It holds no claim over us any longer. We are free from its power and its condemnation. It served the purpose of exposing our sins. The law was a necessary teacher to bring us to Jesus. Before faith came, we were kept under the law. Galatians 3, verse 23 to 27 tells us, Now that this faith has come, we are no longer under a guardian. So, in Christ Jesus, you are all children of God through faith. For all of you who are baptized into Christ have clothed yourself with Christ. Additionally, Romans chapter 8 verses 1 and 2 reminds us that, Therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, because through Christ Jesus, the law of the Spirit who gives life has set you free from the law of sin and death. And Romans chapter 6 verse 14 adds, For sin shall no longer be your master, because you are not under law, but under grace. In 1961, East German soldiers built a wall through the heart of Berlin. This wall cut through Berlin off the rest of the rest of Germany. Families and friends were separated. East German guards patrolled the wall and killed hundreds of whole families who attempted to cross the world the wall. On November 9, 1989, the East German government announced that East Berliners were able to pass through the wall to visit people in the West. This lasted for a generation, but in 1990, there was a unification of Germany. This moment in history gives us an idea of what Paul was trying to teach. When the, wall, when the wall fell, the people from both the East and West were able to move freely. The former enemies embraced each other in a form of unity. So too, when Jesus broke down the wall between the Jew and Gentiles, he made it possible 
for the lost sinner to embrace God. Reconciliation was made possible so you and I can have free access to God. Praise his holy name. Jesus accomplished our reconciliation. He brought us back to God. He destroyed the walls of separation that stood between man and God, bringing us together unto himself and giving us his eternal peace by sacrificing his life. He paid it all at Calvary. His life was offered as a ransom for us. He accomplished our redemption by becoming a subject of the law. Galatians 4 verse 45 states, But when the sad time had fully come, God sent his son, born of a woman, born under the law to redeem those under the law that we might receive adoption to sonship. And Galatians 3 verse 13 further tells us, Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed is everyone who is hung on a pole. Additionally, Paul puts it like this. Sorry, Peter puts it like this. In 1 Peter 2 verse 24. He himself bore our sins in his body on the cross so that we might die to sin and live for righteousness. By his wounds you have been healed. Brothers and sisters, can you see the type of picture painted here? Do you see the kind of Christ, the kind of love Christ has for you? Sacrificial love. Jesus was sacrificed in our place and became sin for us so that we might become the righteousness of God in him. Jesus delivered the message of peace. The word peace appears in this passage three times. Ephesians 2 verses 14, 15, and 17. Peace between people speaks of harmony, unity, and love. This is what Jesus accomplished between the Jew and the Gentiles in verse 17. He came and preached peace to you who were far away and peace to those who were near. This emphasizes the idea of peace between man and God. It is a tranquil, calm state of a soul, assured of its salvation through Jesus Christ and resting solely in him, no matter what life brings our way. When Jesus comes into your life, he gives us peace. He says to us, I'll give you a peace that the world cannot take away. Even though I go to my Father, I will leave you my peace. Peace be unto you, my dear brothers and sisters. This is something we say to each other often, but do we consciously think about the words we are saying? 
We know that Jesus is the only way to God. John 14 verse 6 tells us, Jesus answers, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Our sins stood as a barrier between God and us. But when Jesus died on the cross, he reached out his hand and claimed us and brought us to our God. Hallelujah! What a Savior! A story is told of a young boy, William, who many years ago stood beside Birkingham Palace wanting to see the king. He watched nearly all day to see if he could glimpse the king. There were so many obstacles between them. The palace wall, the gates, the guards and the policemen all stood in the way of this young boy getting a good glimpse of the king. Soon the police told him it was time to go home and leave the gates. He pleaded with the police, but they told him it was impossible for him to enter the gates and go in. After the police told William this, he then quickly jumped to attention as the palace gates swung open. A young man walked past the policeman and took William by the hand. Together they walked through the gates. He showed William the palace lights and then came to a door and walked in. He could not believe he was in the presence of the king. The son then said, Father, I want you to meet a young boy who wants to meet you and has been waiting outside all day. Meet my friend William. William, meet the king. Could you imagine young William's delight? So it is with God. We go to him through the Son, Jesus Christ. Paul said in Ephesians 2 and verse 13, But now in Christ Jesus, you who were, were once far away have been brought near by the blood of Christ. I am so thankful for the work Jesus did in bringing us to God. He has made us one with him and one another. This message is for all, both Jew and Gentile, for the saved and the lost. As we have seen sometimes, artificial barriers divide the church just as they do the world. But we are so blessed that Jesus died to erase our distractions. He died to take Adam out of us. He died to make us one. However, unfortunately, until we are willing to walk as one body in Christ Jesus, the church will never fully experience his presence or his power as we should. Let's try to be united as one always so that his love and peace can reign. Let's come before him remembering and worshiping 
and all it is all about him let us receive his grace and also extend that same grace to others i know this is easier said than done but let us make a concerted effort to put this into practice amen if there is still a wall of partition between you and god ask for his forgiveness now if you know there's a division between you and a brother or sister in christ deal with it now so that god in his power and might may be revealed through you be at peace with your fellow men be at peace with yourself jesus is our peace trust him today as you start a new week and think about any wall division partition in your life think about one thing someone has done to you that caused you not to care for them in the way you should ask god to help you break down that barrier that separate you from that person brothers and sisters go forth and be at peace with yourself go forth and be at peace with god amen let's pray loving father thank you that peace real peace comes only from you It's not just the absence of conflict, but it's a real deep peace that only Christ can, can bring. Thank you that he has done all that he needs to do to make that possible. Thank you that he has done all that he has done to break down the dividing wall of hostility between ourselves and you, Lord, and ourselves and others. So, Lord, help us in our, our thoughts, our minds, our attitudes, not to rebuild that wall in any way, shape, or form. Lord, we know that you love us. We know that you care for us. We know that you love and care for others who do not yet know you. So, Lord, may our lives speak of your love and your grace. So take us as we go from here to live and work to your praise and glory, because we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So let's close with a, a short blessing. Now may the peace of the Lord be with you now and always. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May the Lord's face shine upon you always and give you peace. Lord, as we go from this place into the week ahead, may you be those who receive, exhibit and share your love, your grace and your peace with others by the power of your Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.